0: Welcome along to The Short Ball. It's a Rugby Pass podcast. Scotty Stevenson and Mills Mulyaina. Today is the 31st of October. It's Halloween. And what better treat for all of us on Halloween than this monster coming back to Super Rugby. It's Marty Banks, live from Japan. You are like herpes, Banks. Every time you think we've shaken you, back you come. What is going on here?
1: Well, I thought I'd... um finally stop dealing with people like yourself, well, actually just yourself, Simo, (laughs) because to be fair, you've been a pain in my existence probably since I stepped onto the um, Pukakoe home ground there and you are stuck into me. That's uh, true, actually. Yeah, so... If I could erase someone from my life, probably it would be you hands down, mate. But uh, as for Millsy and everyone else, uh, I'm pretty happy to be on the, on the podcast. Good uh, man. Millsy can, yeah. can just ask a question.
0: Uh, no, don't, don't be bossing. You haven't even stepped foot back in the country yet, and here you are already trying to lay down the law. This is ridiculous from you. Uh, let's get down to it, though, mate. A, a great move for you, really, to come back to the Highlanders. On. I know you're pretty fizzed up about it, buddy. So um, what was the process in, in getting back on board?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's been sort of on and off for uh, probably a couple of months now. We sort of touched base when I got to Japan and it was a no-go and then I guess once I got settled in, um, I ran it past Mike Brewer again, the coach here, and floated the idea and he um, warmed up a bit and um, then the club here at Docomo, um, Red Hurricane Z, um, contacted the Highlanders and they just sort of went back and forth and did what businesses do and um, Look after, looked after that side of it, and uh, yeah, it's just got to a stage where I thought it was done and dusted uh, probably, I don't know, three weeks ago, and then it sort of got told it was no no go, and now it's back on, and so it was a bit of a roller coaster, but um, it's pretty exciting to be heading home. Obviously, it's only for a season, but um, to be back in New Zealand, um, back in front of the friends and family, and back with the boys, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a part that I cherish, and um, yeah, I love I love being a part of the Landers, so to be back, um, bloody wrapped.
0: You know how this is getting written up back here, which is a disgrace. Highlanders bring back cult hero Marty Banks. That's the headline. Of all the headlines they could have chosen with you, you pest, and they, they try and make you out as some sort of hero. You've been chasing yeah, but- cash since you started playing this game, and here you are. like This is some triumphant homecoming. I can't
1: believe yeah, you sleep at the- night. I don't know about the cult hero stuff, but uh, I'll bet you that pick and some. Photos, mate. So it's probably actually, a level level of there So it's uh, actually not many good ones. No, nah,
0: it's actually they've actually done a really good job. It's one of the better ones of you. That's for sure. Oh, it's wet though, so your hair's all slicked down, which is um, ah, it's yeah, so, just, so glow right there, mate. Yeah, he's yeah, so glow. You got. He looked like Milsey in his heyday. That's oh. what happens. <laughs>
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, I mean, oh, I'll, I'll tell you what I can get. Really.
3: Thanks. Are, are you going back to Japan? I know you know you're excited about coming um, and, and playing for the Highlanders again. I I, I was at Docomo as well. And I know the difficulties of trying to get back, and um, not—I mean, you know—you you go to Mike Braw, the, he, the head coach there, but it's it's the it's the company really that you've got to get um, sign off from. So, I think the question for me is, how much many presents did you buy the GM Schmoky Sun <laughs> to get yourself back over here? Or I, I, I'm I'm suspecting Schmoky son's going to end up at the Highlanders watching a few trainings. Yeah. Was was that what sort of um, you know um, I mean got the deal done for you?
1: Um, well, I actually it was probably about. Uh, three years ago now, that, um, I mentioned the Melbourne Cup. So uh, the Melbourne Cup's <laughs> next week. And um, I'm actually, no, we're all going to the Melbourne Cup next week. But I'm going on my own sort of own sort of route. And um, the rest of the, the club is going to have a look as well. So um, might have slipped in a few few freebies in there for Schmolke. You, and, you mean um, the, clubs, Garda, but, the um,
3: Docomo are going to the, the Melbourne Cup?
1: No, uh, I think they have having a ma- management meeting in, uh, in <laughs> Melbourne. So, oh. um, yeah, so it's just, uh, it's the the staff and that that are heading in there so um, but yeah like it was um, yeah I think that was the teething process was um, obviously trying to convince the, the CEO and the, the company as a holder um, just warm up to the idea and um, Roger Clark and uh, Aaron Major was awesome um, back on their side of it and they sort of yeah, had a yarn to, to the club and just probably tried outlaying the benefits for for them and moving forward um, mm. yeah like because with us with us in Japan next year there's not too much of a competition yeah. in terms of top leagues so um yeah, so they sort of seen the benefit of me heading home for a super season and then coming back and um, linking up for hopefully a top league season the year after when, um, well, it depends on our promotion relegation game on the 23rd of December, but um, all going well. We're in top league for that following year. And, um, yeah, the club's in a in a pretty good, pretty good place because at the moment we're building towards that and now we've got a young team so mm. hopefully then the boys are hissing and ready to go nice.
0: Banksy you've already won one title with the Highlanders you go back to um, a bit of a new look team really especially in 10 where Bryn Gatlin comes in and Joshuana who's come through the ranks down there so where do you see yourself um, fitting in as a 10 at the club are you going to be competing for starting spots?
1: Yeah I, I haven't really talked to um, Aaron about that too much I guess I'd say Bryn and, and Josh will have the the lion's share of, of the minutes, but um, yeah, if I can get back and pick up a few games here and there, and um, whether it's sitting on the bench yeah. or sitting on the stands or getting the odd, odd chance to run the cutter, then I'll be happy as. But yeah, for me, it was more. Um, I've been away obviously in Italy and now in Japan. and the old lady, she's a big part of why I play footy and um, she's she hasn't been able to watch a game since I left New Zealand. So um, <laughs> a big reason for coming home was just to being a bit more um, accessible to the family. And mm-hmm. if it's one game I get to play and she gets to watch it, then um, I'm pretty stoked about that. So obviously, yeah, like it's uh, it's all around on like the Holland is obviously a massive draw card and like I love the fact that I'm being able to go back but there's a lot of other contributing factors to me going back and um, yeah Mum's pretty high up on that on that uh, on that list. So um, whether yeah, in terms of game time mate, I'm yeah, not too not too sure how that'll play out, but um, I'm sure I'll cherish every minute I get like I have in the past behind SOPs and um hopefully I can get on there and kick the odd goal.
0: Yeah, well, you've done that before, just swaned into a final and kicked the drop goal and taken credit for the whole <laughs> shebang. So I, I look forward to seeing you do the same. I would say I'm excited to see you back, mate, mm. but you know I can't stand you. So um, mm. well done. <laughs> Congratulations. Every battler has his day. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll um, catch up and have a coffee and re-instigate our love-hate relationship.
1: Yeah, can we just talk about why Crocky got you to write his book? Oh, if yeah, he wants we... to sell them, you think he'd <laughs> go somewhere else with me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
0: That's uh, that's my, did, that's my fifth bestseller. You talk, you're barking up the wrong tree again. Uh, this is what you do. So you come at me with these shots, but you're unarmed. You're underarmed. Uh, you don't have the ammunition. You don't have all the facts. You might have is, a samurai sword. Uh, since 2012, this relationship has always been the same. You come at me. I slap you down. You start again. I don't. I don't know when you're going to learn this lesson and stop bringing your mum into conversation. She doesn't like you either. You've been a, you've been nothing but a burden on that family since you were born in Reefton, and you know. It.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know how Millsy turns up to work with you each day I'd, um, oh this I'd is entertaining get, we
0: should get you on here actually, more often
1: yeah well oh, you've probably got you've probably got a bit of shotgun out on your own there Millsy you'd get more <laughs> oh. listeners anyway no one really cares what Sumo's got to say to be fair oh, so uh, is... that's why you can't get an all black test oh.
0: Oh. oh wow oh, <laughs> oh. oh you are <laughs> such a dick bag can't wait to have you <laughs> back buddy congratulations mate <laughs>
1: Nah, cheers, guys. Thank you. Sorry about the all, all black thing, mate.
0: Nah, it's, it's fine. It cuts <laughs> me deep. You know how to get me, you bastard. Righto. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Go to training. Go to the gym, mate. You need some.
1: <laughs> see you, boys. Yeah, fellas.
0: Bye, bud. Oh, I hate that guy so much. <laughs> you know, like, he just knows how to get me. He gets under my skin. Uh, it's a great move for the Landers. Uh, it's it's the team of cult heroes. The yeah. Highlanders have always been that team, and I think Aaron Major and his coaching staff have looked around. Bryn Gatlin is obviously the guy they're backing. Fletcher Smith has gone to the Hurricanes as of today, signed up with them. Josh Uwani is still very young as a 10. Yeah. They need a guy like this just yeah. I, to be there in the background to just make things happen for them.
3: Yeah, but what I like, love about it is the fact that it wasn't a last-minute call. Yeah, you know the, the the Highlanders have gone away and thought, okay, let's let's go after Marty Banks and let's um you know because tr- you do you need to get a hit in, in front of the uh, Japanese clubs nice and early and actually communicate it. So they've really started planning that. You know, a lot of times when you you look at guys, cult heroes and guys that have gone away for the last couple of years, you think, oh, you know, well, they need to fill um, they need to fill a spot, um, and here's a here's a perfect guy to, to come in and, and do that. I like the, I like their thinking the way they've gone about, it. and he's going to mm-hmm. bring huge experience as you mentioned before the fact he's he, he's won a championship he's been there, he's kicked a few goals G, a few in a row yeah um but oh, also as you know two fairly inexperienced uh tens that have been in, in uh, Bryn Gatlin and, and in and so his 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 experience is going to be vital in that position
0: Looking around the squads today, the Crusaders have named a pretty settled outfit, as you'd expect, from the Crusaders. Melzi, the Blues, have managed to recruit from within their ranks, development players coming through. In fact, only three of their signings are from outside the region, two from Tasman and Jed Brown and Levi Almua. And, of course, Martin Nonu coming back from Toulon, so no stranger to the Blues. I think this is good from the Blues yeah. uh, because you might be looking around thinking, poor, there's some you know, some depth areas which still could be concerning midfield. They've lost to Mwamanu, to the Chiefs. He might have been a better prospect in midfield. But in saying that, uh, I think the whole idea that they've said, right, we're going to pick from the guys who are playing for our provinces. It has worked for the Crusaders. It has worked for the Hurricanes. It has worked for the Highlanders in the past. So can it work for the Blues next year?
3: Oh, well, you've got to l- well, I think what you've got to look at also, and what's probably given them confidence, is the fact that within the within their franchise, all those three teams have done well in the Mitre Ten Cup. Yep. You look at you know Northland, they made the final of the um the championship, Auckland winning the, uh, the Premiership, North Harbour weren't too far behind, and so rewarding those guys and rewarding the uh, the provinces is um you know perhaps giving them that, that luxury because they have played um, played so well this year. So and it is it's it's a proven factor if you. Well, particularly in the Crusaders' environment and, and also the, the Landers, um, that if you have picked from your own region, yes, it does bring loyalty, but it also um, brings consistency. And, mm. and um, I think those three teams doing well in the Milo Team Cup has, has helped sort of named, uh, name their squad.
0: Super Rugby Squad naming day today, but looking ahead to the weekend, it's a triple header from a New Zealand point of view on the international stage with uh, the All Blacks taking on Japan. Um, And what will be an intriguing test match for various reasons, one to see where Japan's sitting, Mm. currently under Jamie Joseph, and uh, the other uh, with a host of young faces in an all-black side set to be led around by, you'd think, Luke Whitelock at number eight for Fafida, who's really pushing for that extra loose forward spot with the All Blacks, so is Luke Whitelock for that matter. So there's some real interest around the loose forward area. Dane Coles' return will be interesting. Twitter or Tahuri may get his first All Black start in this test match. And Geordie Barrett coming back into 15. There's no doubt that Geordie Barrett had to you cool your heels from the, <laughs> from the All Black coaches. Yeah. There's no doubt. And to go away and just reevaluate where he thought he was in international rugby, th- this could be a defining test for Geordie Barrett mm. in a very youthful-looking All Black back line and about what lessons he's learnt since uh, that South African test.
3: It, w- it will be a defining uh, test. And I think, if, not even looking at Geordie Barrett, and the, uh, in terms of what's gone before him, the guys that have been at the back, you know, yes, uh, Ben Smith's um, uh, been there for the majority of the test so far this year. You had Damian McKenzie, who hasn't, um, well, he's, we all know what he can do, but... Mm. Um, a bit of that's been on his side now. No one really has said, "Bang, this is going to be my position. Don't pick, uh, don't pick anyone else." So, well,
0: what about the double playmaker philosophy that the All Blacks have now said is is pretty much where we want to be? So, where does that leave Jordy Barrett? Well, that, that, that's the thing. I think he can he can actually he hit, um play a role like that. He's done
3: it in the in the um, in the Hurricanes. He's he's used to playing you know in the centres. So it's not really about you know whether he can. Um, that he can't play, have a role as a playmaker. It's simply the fact that he knows that obviously the coaches are looking at a, at a play, another second playmaker role. He can fit that, that mold. He'll go out there, yes, play a game, cool your heels a little bit. You've had a bit of time to do that, but just go out there and start implementing some of the things that the coaches have asked for. And there's hints, there's, there's plenty of hints. Second play, um playmaker role, you know, kicking yourself to the corners and then sparking. He's got plenty of, um, I suppose explosiveness and and talent. And so he's just got to go out there and um and we all know what he can do. You know, yep. unfortunately in that, in that test against the Springboks, um, you know he didn't he had an off day. But this now for him against a, a Japanese team that we don't really know much about, and we sh- should convincingly beat them. Mm. This is his chance now to say, well, here I go, here I go. This is my my jersey. I'm going to stamp my mark on this jersey, and you it's your job now to pick me for the end of year
1: tour.
0: What's a pass mark here for this all-black team? Because I think the Japanese will be able to put this all-black team under pressure around the breakdown. They'll flood that area of the game. I think they'll be outclassed in terms of size around midfield and possibly some decision-making as well. But I don't think this will be as easy um, for this all-black side. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. To break down this Japanese team, Jamie Joseph will have them pretty hard-nosed. Yeah. They've got rugby under their belts through Top Fourteen, so they're in the mixer at the moment. I, I know that they lost to that World Fifteen. I know that they're probably not anyone's pick to beat this All Blacks side. But what do you see as a pass mark performance from the All Blacks?
3: Oh, I think their the set piece is is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that it always starts up front, and against the Japanese. Going to set piece and making sure you know those, um, uh, you know, particularly line at, well, and scrum, and actually scoring off of this because a lot of players will come off that, and so it's it's a it's about getting, uh, making sure they're accurate in what they do in, in that in that area, particularly when you've got new players. So I'm looking forward to who they actually pick. Um, yes, they'll have um, you know, key leadership. Got leaders out there, in, in, um you know the, the, the key positions: hooker, your halfback. You know, um, Riorangi, I think he deserves to start. He, he, you know, he's, he's only done played one game. I think yeah, it, twenty it minutes, is. mate. Yeah. So he needs to play. The big area for me, Sumo, and it's it's something that um, you know I've noticed, in, in and it's their defence. Um, and last week, again, we, we noted on, on Sky. You know, the fact that that. You know, around the edges, they just weren't filling those those holes. They, a couple of guys, you know, were falling off tackles that they shouldn't have. Um, I think there's the you know getting that defence right for them and, and making sure their systems in place, but more importantly, making sure they're making their, their tackles. I mean, it, it's all right. First up, tackles, right? Exactly. It's you all right. can
0: you can laud a scramble defence as much their as you like, mate, their but a, huge. But, but against an Australian team that, that were their own worst enemies, if that was a team that could consistently finish their opportunities. I fear the All Blacks would have been blown off the park.
3: Well, I I just feel that they get themselves in a situation where, you know, if Australia had finished a couple of those opportunities and all of a sudden they're under pressure like the game in Wellington against the Springboks. You know, they can't afford to be able to do that. And and that's the thing. It's all right, you know, going into a a game saying, okay, we've got to dominate physically on defence and knocking guys back and making sure that they do go backwards so then their ball's slow. But if you're not making the tackle, Mm. well, you're not going backwards. And, Teams in the northern hemisphere, and I'm particularly when you look at the, like the Irish, the Irish side. I think I think they'll finish those opportunities.
0: Well, night time on a uh, Tuesday night in Chicago as uh, the Black Ferns prepare to face the USA Eagles. Joining us on the line, World Cup winning coach Glenn Moore, who's overseeing this preparation. A good evening to you, Glenn. How's Chicago treating you all?
1: Evening,
2: Simo. Uh Look, it's going really well. Yeah, we we got in here on on Sunday and everyone sort of uh, adjusted well and, you know, had our first uh, main training today or a double session today, a little bit of a run yesterday, but everyone's in pretty good shape. The
0: occasion itself, mate, a uh, wonderful opportunity for our, our women to get out there and showcase what they do in front of a, an ever-expanding uh, rugby following in America and um, to be paired up with the Māori All Blacks and, of course, the Italy Island Test as well. Genuine excitement from your ladies about the occasion itself.
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Look, um, you know, we drove past the stadium on the way to, uh, training today and it's a fairly impressive looking stadium mm. as, um, we all know having watched the All Blacks and that there. And, and yeah, like the, um, Murray All Blacks all, we're all staying in the same hotel and, you know, it's, it's great to have, um, both teams here and, and, uh, you know, to, Feature with them uh, is, is very exciting,
3: mm. Glenn. You mentioned the fact you've you've had a double um, training session already today, or you, you're looking to, to do that sometime soon. In terms of the Eagles, what have you seen? Because you know they've, they've done particularly well in, in the sevens. Do you, do you take much notice at their sevens game compared to I suppose what little you've um, you know they would have played in in the 15s?
2: Yeah, it's a good question, Mills. Uh, like, we've, uh, in this, in this prep, I mean, we've really focused it around ourselves and the things that, you know, we're trying to achieve and continuing to develop our game. And, you know, the one thing we do know is that, um, you know, they were very, very good opposition at the World Cup last year. They, you know, we had to play them in the semis and, mm. you know, up until half to half time, we had to work really, really hard. So. Uh, you know, and, and we finished the game strongly. But you know, we what we do know about them is um, over the years they've always been physical. Uh, they've always got good size, and and they're real athletes. So uh, we 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 think that you know their game has uh, has progressed, um, and it certainly had at the World Cup. And you know, we would expect that they've you know that's continued to grow.
0: Mate, you're obviously going to have some edge in certain aspects of the game. Your back row played so exceptionally well against the Wallaroos in June, but uh, also you've got a couple of 10s who are playing uh, outstanding footy throughout the Farah Palmer Cup and Chelsea Alley and uh, Kristen Cottrell. Does it give you a few selection headaches having players all performing like that?
2: Yeah, it does. But I mean, what we talk about quite openly here is um, you know our roles in here is to help each other whether we're playing in the same position and... um, you know, we, we want to have those headaches as coaches and, you know, we've, we've certainly got that. Everyone's trained really well today. Um, and, you know, it will be a headache and there's going to be some good players in out. south.
0: Mm. The Black Ferns in terms of the distractions of Chicago, mate, we've seen how it impacted on the All Blacks once before and uh, as an avid Instagram follower, Glenn, I've seen shots of United Center and uh, ice hockey games and NBA games and uh, big city living, but how do you refocus your players and make sure that they're on task when it comes to the trainings and the games?
2: Oh, look, they've got better at it over the last few years. I mean, you know, we, we were into our work pretty much as soon as we got here. You know, a lot of the classroom stuff, the computer stuff, if if you want to call it that, um, you know, all of our uh, individual operating units uh, have all been in place. And, you know, in, in most cases, we don't even have to, to instigate that now. It's, it's self-driven by a lot of the players. And, mm. you know, we've, um, we've already had, uh, you know, t- uh, some of the senior players pair up with some of the, the newbies and, uh, you know, they're doing a good, Good job with uh, making sure that we integrate them in, in well. Uh, you know, we want we want the players to have a little bit of balance as well, and I thought it was important that they managed to get out of the hotel for a couple of hours on uh, on Sunday night to that game. I think it was good for us, and mm-hmm. you know, we're, we were in pretty good shape on Monday when we first started training.
3: You talk about the newbies, Glenn. I mean, probably. Yeah. a Different sort of scenario to what they're used to. You know, yeah, you're preparing two weeks in a row. You're going to, you know, uh, two different countries. You know, twelve or so hours apart. I mean, how have they adjusted that? Because I, I suppose in some ways it's quite a bit of excitement, but they're all, they're also the the reality is that uh, they've got to get down and do their work.
2: Yeah, and and that's why the buddy system that we've got in place here is really important. And you, you know, by the time we we finish this year, you know, we'll 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 have introduced. Um, you know, nine new faces into the team and, and it is a challenge for them. You know, they, you know, the workload's a lot greater. And we, as we all know, it, it takes a bit to build a training age whereby you can, you know, you can actually physically handle, um, that workload as well. So, you know, we're, mon- we're monitoring all that stuff really closely. And, uh, you know, we take quite a scientific approach to that. And, um, but that, that's, they're, they're fitting in well. And, um, you know, they're definitely excited and, and with that excitement, brings a whole lot of new enthusiasm to the group as well.
0: Well, mate, we wish you all the very best uh, for the game and um, for the occasion. We know it's going to be great at Soldier Field. And uh, I'll have my Black Ferns jersey on, mate. And I know that so many fans would love to have one too as soon as uh, New Zealand Rugby starts selling them, probably. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't want one. <coughs> Just <while it. laughs> Melzy wants one well, as well, mate. Well, 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 we'll put it men. on order. Hey. Glenn Moore there, coach of uh, the Black Ferns and their triple header uh, with New Zealand Māori or the Māori All Blacks and Ireland and Italy at Soldier Field. We've got a bit of buzzing in the ears, but that's right. right. We'll deal with that. That can go away. Do you know what the buzzing noise is? I'll tell you what it – there you go. <laughs> I'll tell you what it could I be. I fixed it. It could be this pube that's stuck to this microphone. Look at the length of that. I don't know whose pubic hair that is, but – There's no this.
3: curl in that, mate, so Look, it's not mine. No,
0: that's, that's definitely – that's a lengthy – I don't know – if you're running that sort of Macy Gray downstairs, you've got issues, eh? You Damn. Yeah, you've got to get onto some topiary there. That's Sorry about that. Pube on the wire. It's a health hazard here at uh, the short ball. I'd wash your hands too, mate, after this. I have. Speaking of uh, the double uh Māori All Blacks, here's my pick. Kiri Ioane will start at number eight. <laughs> Showstopper. Brad Weber at nine. Mm. Otiri Black at ten. Mm. Tay Walden at twelve. Bobby T at thirteen. Mm. That eight to thirteen combination right there—that's that's the game. That is a that is a massive eight to thirteen combination. All Super Rugby, all stars, all absolutely outstanding exponents of their position. I pity the fools. I
3: imagine that team going up against that All Black team—that's gonna, you know, play the Japanese.
0: Be a punch thrown oh, in the I'd first be, minute. i more excited about that. I'm really looking forward to seeing the the Marty all Blacks because they know too that on their tour, they're going to be there to be plundered in terms of backup plans. Nehi Milner-Scudder's going to come back into that team. Matty Proctor's going to come back into that team. So the team's only going to get stronger as their tour advances. Mm. But, uh, you know, I I was at the last game, they played against the Eagles and they were far too good for them. Uh, That was played out in Chicago as well, though not at Soldier Field, it was out at... um, at the Chicago Fires Stadium um, at Toyota Park, I think it was called. Um, so to have them there at Soldier Field this weekend alongside the Black Ferns, as Glenn Moore said, I, I, this is a great occasion for New Zealand rugby. Yes, I know it's not the All Blacks, yep. but these two teams, uh, each of them brings their own history and legacy. The Māori All Blacks, for me, I think deserve to be one of the most storied teams in all of yeah. rugby. And the Black friends are the world champions going up against um, an Eagles side that is the, the shop front window for women's rugby, which is on the rise in America as it is in most countries.
3: Yeah, I'm, I mean, that is. You, you talk about that and you talk about traditions and things like that. Like, uh, i will be interested to see if tradition has changed in the Māori All Blacks and the way they go about their their stuff. Just get the pube on there and just see
0: if it. Right, we've got, we've got some technical difficulties today on the shortboard. There's going to be an editing job on this. Um, Tina's going gonna, Tina's gonna to work cut out. She's going to have to cut out all this stuff. We haven't even said hello to producer Tina. Hi, producer Tina. Hi. G'day, mate. <laughs> what's What's wrong? Hello. Where's the energy?
2: I'm so tired. Why
0: are you tired? I
2: lived here like five in the morning. You
0: lived here till five in the morning.
2: Yeah. Me and man.
0: Why were you here till five in the morning?
2: It's a meme. Festivities around everywhere.
0: So you, you, you do <laughs> that till five a.m. Yeah. What is wrong with you?
2: It's the culture, man. You got to keep
0: the culture going. Get the love. The culture. <laughs> What are you, what are you most excited about? The All Blacks playing Japan, or the Maori All Blacks playing the USA, or the Black Ferns playing the USA? Black Ferns. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I can't wait for this. I can't wait for th- Look what oh, a stadium for these women to play in. That's with. huge. It's uh it's
3: and this, this is your first in year tour as well, isn't it? So For a long time. A very long time. Now this is a huge occasion, and as I was mentioning before about the fact that you know tradition, particularly the the New Zealand the the Māori All Blacks, mm. um, I just wonder whether they still do the same things, you know? Because it's, I mean, Glenn Moore talked about you know, the prep and making sure you're getting balance, you know, for many years. Um, balance in the Māori All Blacks was was huge, wasn't it? Mm. And that often sort of brought them brought them together. Some of the things they did off the field and. Um, you know, learning about their culture and and, and a lot of various other things.
0: Well, I think it's still really crucial to that team and to the dynamic of that team. And they go out there and and what it means to be Māori and identifying with their iwi, with their hapu, and their traditions. I think that's that's really the more important aspect of going on tour with that team. So, so in some ways, more important than the on-field performance, which is always pretty good anyway.
3: Oh yeah, it is. It always it is always very good. But as <coughs> a bigger picture. Long term, in terms of the way you know rugby is in America, you know they've really got a great opportunity now to go over there and sort of showcase. I mean, when we know the All Blacks went over there, and they lost to the Irish, and mm-hmm. perhaps perhaps the um the Eagles may sort of feel confident that they can get close to the multi All Blacks, you know, I and mean, it could be a chance. And also, you know, the uh, the Black friends, they you know they struggled early in, in the in the semi final at the Rugby World Cup against uh, the Eagles, and so you know having these Big games there just might attract you know more numbers and watching um, you know, rugby, particularly in, in the US, which as we know is a massive market. If they can get it right,
0: couldn't have said it better myself, Milsey, So I won't. Been a great pleasure to have the short ball today. Special guest Marty Banks and Glenn Moore, <laughs> coach of the Black Ferns. You talked him up. I told you when you got him on the line, don't talk him up. You told you me. Just encourage him. Yeah. I, actually, you encouraged him.
3: He was, he was, I'm looking forward to talk, talking to him again next oh, year. God.
0: That's been the short ball for the 31st of October. Happy Halloween.